Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female, you may ask? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She constantly strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony, but knows that it requires being true to your priorities and what makes you happy. She is never complacent about striving for better and always nurtures the relationships with the people in her life. So let's get started. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, Episode 20. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we're talking to Brittany McLean. Brittany is a network marketing professional, a holistic health and business coach. She spent six years in post-secondary school before she realized that her passions and talents were meant to be used in an undefined way. She has been in business for the past year and educates women, as well as men, worldwide on the power of essential oils, holistic health, and living a life of abundance. Brittany is passionate about sharing her experiences and testimonials to empower women to step into their true power. She believes that many women are nowhere near their full potential. I was so excited to get Brittany on the podcast when I was promoting the show the first episode. I asked my friends to post on social media and tag two alpha females in their life. And Brittany was tagged by one of my close friends. So got to know her a little bit better and I can't wait to chat more. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Thanks for having me. So when you first started listening to the podcast and hearing the definition, seeing it on the show notes, um, how did you identify with being an alpha female? It's funny because there's such a negative um, connotation around this word alpha female. And even for myself, when I think of um, my, I've always been this alpha female. I was a bossy child, <laughs> or as people called me bossy, but um, I was usually the leader of the pack. And so people think of this alpha female as being such a negative thing, when in reality, it's, it's so powerful and it's such an amazing um, thing to be considered an alpha female. So I was quite excited to be interviewed by you for this. Mm. I don't know. I think for, for me, especially I, I work in network marketing and people tend to challenge me a little bit in the aspect that I'm a little bit tough love. Um, and that's where my, my strong alpha female side comes in. It's kind of tough as a entrepreneur. You kind of step into that masculine side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find for myself, I'm an alpha female because I set goals and I have a strong vision that I am striving towards. And, um, that's really for me, the, the part that I, I sort of uh, relate to for being an alpha female. Mm, There's some good gold nuggets in there. I think it's funny that you say as a child, I was called bossy because there was that whole movement on social media where it was like, don't, don't call me bossy. Just call me a leader or like embracing the term bossy and it not being negative. So same kind of thing, like taking these potentially negative words and being like, no, that's amazing. Like I, know that I'm a leader. I know that like I may have some tough love because I see what you could be doing and seeing your potential. So you may feel like you're being bossy. Um, whereas you're just like owning, owning that power and owning that leadership. Completely. 
And in terms of being an entrepreneur, and especially in the network marketing world, it's funny that you talk about masculine because on previous episodes, we talked about how alpha female really embodies both the masculine and the feminine. And so trying to embrace both sides of personalities where we can, you know, really own our strength, um, but also own the, you know, the female qualities like caring for those around us. Um, so I love that you have kind of mentioned that in terms of your role as an entrepreneur. Okay. So as someone that works for themselves, what does your work life harmony look like? It's so funny. People, people make fun of me because I am a self-care queen. Mm. Um, but when I started in, in network marketing about a year ago, I started my own business because I was physically and mentally exhausted. And I actually, in the first six months of my business, ran myself to the ground. And I didn't believe in this whole work-life harmony. I didn't think it existed. And I thought the people that found this sort of harmony were crazy. Um, so for myself, my work-life harmony is really coming back to surrender and self-care. I, I pour a lot of um, value into my team and, and those I work with. So I have to make sure that on the flip side of that, I also take care of myself. So I usually work for an hour, then take a break and fill my cup back up. So listen to a podcast or take time to work out or um, even just go for a nice quiet stroll. Um, so I find that people who don't find this harmony can't give, you, you can't serve people from an empty cup. And, uh, that's a big part for me. Biggest reason I've really tried to find this harmony and I found I, I've become quite a master at it. <laughs> I love that you use the cup analogy cause that's in my definition of an alpha female. I say like you either have to fill your cup up before you pour it into someone else's or it's the, um, you know, airplane oxygen mask analogy or filling up a gas tank. Like you have to fill up your gas tank before you can drive to someone. So, um, absolutely. but I do like that you use, um, kind of the peaceful analogy of pouring into your own cup. Okay. So it sounds like, and I, I think this part's important because I get a lot of entrepreneurs on the show who talk about being in seasons and it's like, well, when I'm building my business, like I have to be in my business 24 seven, like that is the most important thing. So talk to me like how you learned that like you had to find balance within your day versus like, no, no, it's okay. Like I can work six months really, really hard and then recover afterwards. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> um, and I think for me, I, I worked 24-7 for the first six months, and I had a full-time job. So I was working um, as a secretary at a, in an office, and so I, I worked that all day. And then I came home, and I worked usually till midnight or 1 a.m. on my network marketing business. And it was great because I hit, I hit ranks in our business quickly, and I hit a, a high income quick. But... I was suffering from adrenal fatigue. I was completely exhausted. Um, so for myself, I found that you ha I had to find this balance. So um, I work harder now than I did then. And I can do that because I'm able to serve people a lot better. I'm not snapping and I'm not um, completely exhausted where I can barely function on a, on a call or an interview or something like that. So my biggest thing is teaching women how to find that harmony mm -hmm. and how to realize that you don't have to hustle, hustle, hustle. 
I hate that word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The word hustle. It's funny because I really like Gary Vanderchuk, but yeah. I also hate him. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Hate, hate's a very strong word. Um, like he gives me anxiety when I listen to him because he's a hustler. And so he embodies all of that. So I listen to his podcast and love it is his advice, but his mentality gives me like the heebie-jeebies. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> so, it makes me feel so icky. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm like, I value you. Like you're a smart man, but you've just like, he's just figured out that he needs to start taking care of himself and he hired a trainer. And uh, so it's things like that. It's like, see, you can't be hustle all the time. Your body will fall apart. So yeah. um, when you're, you know, mentoring people within your business, um, and on your team, um, how do you ensure that the newbies into the business don't have that mentality? Like, well, you hit rank and you hit income because you've poured everything in. How do I do that while still taking care of myself? I think for me, I, I have to lead by example. And for those of you who do follow me on any social media page or, or Instagram or whatever, um, I post a lot about self-care and I post a lot about my lifestyle. And so for myself, there are, you got to learn from your mistakes. And there are people in my business who did the same thing that I did because what I do duplicates. Mm -hmm. And um, people who joined me in the beginning were in the same case or same situation as I was. So now that I'm I'm embodying more of this self-care and taking care of myself and surrendering, um, more people are starting to follow suit. But I think it all starts from leading by example. Awesome. So tell me, what are you most passionate about right now? Oh, I love that word. I am so, <laughs> I'm passionate about life. Um, but really most, my biggest passion these days is uh, in showing women what, what they're able to do, especially young women. I'm only 23 years old. So oh, you're I, a little baby. <laughs> I know, I'm a young one. Um, but my vision for this year was, or is to show women that they're not defined by, uh, for instance, education or how they look or their kids or um, their career. And for myself, I did six years of post-secondary education and I didn't graduate with anything. Mm. And I don't have letters behind my name. And so for a lot of women, they're like, well, crap, what am I going to do now? Um, so my mission this year and my, my passion lies in showing women what they're capable of doing. Um, and really it is, it is possible to be this super successful entrepreneur and earn a six figure, seven figure income without corporate, hmm. without the degree. And I'm, I'm showing women that they can break that belief system mm -hmm. and showing women the possibilities. Like you dreams are not just from Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you in school for? Um, I, I've done a few things, but I went to school initially to be a physical education teacher. Okay. What was your like moment where you're like, this schooling is no longer serving me. I've learned what I can and now I need to just jump into my next calling. I, I went to school after phys ed for um, geriatric health sciences mm -hmm. and I worked in long-term care as a recreation therapist mm -hmm. and I worked 10 hour days. I was completely exhausted and I loved what I was doing in the sense that I was changing people's lives um, or from my end, that's what I thought I was doing. Uh, but it wasn't filling me up enough. And the business that I'm in now just sort of popped up on my feet at the right time. And 
sort of showed me that, you know what, maybe I don't have to do this. I don't need an education to do it. It's mostly Mm self-taught. And I just sort of played with it initially thinking it wouldn't really lead to very much. And then it took off. So (laughs) gotcha. So you started as like a side hustle while you were still working as a secretary. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I just wanted to see if there was like an aha moment or if it just kind of all flowed together. It was more or less just the fact that I was completely exhausted. I was sick. I didn't look healthy Hmm. and I wasn't focused on the self-care aspect of things. Mm -hmm. Was it frustrating um, working with um, elders that their bodies just were like falling apart, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was physically and mentally draining because you, you get close to somebody and then they pass away and you, you teach somebody a new skill and then tomorrow they forget it. So it was just, it was just a constant, um, I was just, I don't want to say like, I guess for lack of better words, I was constantly repeating myself. Yeah. It sounds like it's a, it's cyclical and there's, yeah. Um, as much as you're providing, you know, comfort and care at that time, you're not seeing progression or growth, which I think as entre- as an entrepreneur that you are now, I can see that you hungered to, you know, actually, you know, mentor growth. Absolutely. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Mm-hmm. So as you grow this team and as you teach self-care, um, to all these amazing women that you are mentoring. I want to get into everything you do because as you say, you're the queen of self-care and I can see that from your social media posts. So let's get some tips and tricks. What are your daily health habits that keep your immune system boosted? Um, I do a lot of stuff. I could have you here all day, but I think the biggest thing for me has, uh, the biggest reason my health, my healthcare is Um, done so well and my immunity has been so high over the past little while is the reduction of toxins and synthetics. So I work with an essential oil company and I've completely ditched toxins and replaced them with natural alternatives. So for myself, I think that's where my immunity um, was weakened in the beginning was because of all these disgusting chemicals in our products. (laughs) Um, But in terms of my daily self-care routine, I follow a really strict morning routine Um, so I wake up every morning. I usually sleep in a little bit. (laughs) I don't have a full time, technically don't have a full time job. I have to report to, um, I do a a technique called oil pulling. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked about it on episode 11. I love um, it. With, um, with Ange. So, um, she, she, she taught me how to oil pull and I've been doing that, but I haven't put essential oils in my oil yet. Oh, it's key. (laughs) Um, I do some peppermint just because I'm not a huge fan of the flavor. Okay. Um, and then I dry skin brush. If you don't do that, you've got to do it. Yeah. It's because I jump into the shower with the water on and I need to teach myself to get into the shower, dry skin brush, then turn on the water. Yeah. It's, it's just, I find for myself, it just helps me to slow down Hmm. because I can get so caught up in this. Oh, well, I got to do this. I got to do this. Here's my to-do list. Oh my God. Um, the morning routine sort of helps me just to slow down and, and relax, Amazing. but I drink tons of water. I usually add essential oils to it. Okay. And yeah. what, what's your choice? Do you kind of switch through a bunch? I usually do grapefruit. Okay. Just because grapefruit's so good for toxin release. Mm-hmm. So it's delicious. Amazing. I, I travel with the lemon, um, because every morning I do fresh, I do fresh lemon in my water. But if I'm traveling, my best alternative is the essential oil. Totally, 
It's so good. And then I, I take multivitamins. So my multivitamins are full of the best ingredients. And honestly, days I don't take them, I, I know I haven't taken them. I can definitely feel a difference. Mm-hmm. And but, you just take those first thing in the morning with your water? Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So then what does your weekly fitness routine look like? Okay. I'm not a fitness buff. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Um, fitness is different for everyone. If if I didn't, if I wasn't dating a super big fitness buff, I would not be at the gym all the time. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but it changes all the time. So obviously I believe in 30 minutes per day of exercise. And my favorite way to get that 30 minutes in is with a podcast in my ears. Okay. And I'll either walk the dog or hop on the treadmill or the rower or the stair climber, which... I cannot stand, but it works. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I'll go to the go to the gym with my man, and and he's a he. It's not a serious weightlifter, but he lifts pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. So I'll get a nice juicy weightlifting workout when I go with him. Oh, nice! So does he kind of train you, tell you what to do? I, I do his like his exact workout, obviously with a Lighter lot weight. less weight. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome, and that's nice that you share something with your man because I think that's important to have an active relationship completely so okay so we get it that you're not really into fitness but you'll at least try to do the 30 minutes a day um do you try to challenge yourself any fitness ways yeah I love a really good class to be honest okay um since I'm not a huge exerciser a spinning class or like a body pump for me is a is what I would consider challenging. Awesome. Um, For those that are listening, body pump is uh, a weight workout, uh, muscle kind of uh, endurance, and it happens at the large Canadian chain Good Life. Yes. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I want to run a race this year. So I got Mm. into running a bit last year, but I haven't really stuck with it. 5K um, or 10K? What distance? Oh, probably a 5K. 5K? Come on, Robin. <laughs> Let's get real here. I was, I was pushing you a little there. <laughs> but um, that's definitely a goal this year, so you can hold me to it. I will. I will. Totally. I'll keep bugging you on Instagram. Have you signed up for your race yet? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Uh, so what do you do to stay well-nourished during the week? Well-nourished? I eat some pretty kick butt foods. Um, and I'm obsessed with bulletproof coffee. Okay. So I, I eat a fairly high fat diet because of my bulletproof coffee and it's bowed me really well. So for those of you who don't know what bulletproof coffee is, it's uh, coffee blended with two tablespoons of grass fed butter and uh, coconut oil, mm-hmm. a tablespoon of coconut oil or MCT and, oil or MCT. Yeah. So I do that for breakfast Okay. And then I usually have a, a yummy veggie and protein-filled lunch um, around noon. And then this is huge for me for brain function. I find my – I'm thinking like I'm completely on top of the ball. It's, it's insane. And then I make dinner at home five or six times a week. We like to eat out the odd day. But we do big stir-fries, big salads. I live with a man, so he doesn't like to eat as healthy as I do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Mix in a pizza sometimes. Yeah. And, um, and I swear by green smoothies. So I do a, a green smoothie usually once or twice a week, uh, to replace lunch or dinner. Okay. I'm on the go a lot. So for me, drinking a smoothie is, is nice and quick and easy. Yeah. And I drink wine. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> I have a few glasses of wine a week. 
Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I still um, do red wine. I, I'm not weekly, but it's probably like once, sometimes twice a month. It, it's definitely about, you know, not depriving yourself, but still allowing, I call them treats. Um, um, but interesting that you um, only do the bulletproof coffee and don't pair it with like a protein breakfast, which is like the paleo principle. Yeah, so the the key behind bulletproof coffee in the morning is generally anything you eat a fat with is going to turn to sugar uh, in your body. So that's why I don't mix it with like a fruit or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I just do bulletproof coffee and it puts your body into a fat burn. Mm. And um, I'm a little on the fattier side. <laughs> I have some meat on my bones. Um, so I find for myself it, it helps me to feel full longer and um, it increases my brain function and energy throughout the day. And then you're doing the veggies and the proteins for your next yeah. meal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so a nice big salad. Awesome. Um, I, I, I'm testing things out because I'm fixing digestion issues, but I was doing a daily green smoothie. And based on uh, Chinese medicine practitioners in my healthcare team, they were telling me that it was just to, I'm, I've got a cold, I, I guess the best way they explained it is like a cold mentality and I have problems with my spleen and pancreas, which are linked with digestive enzyme production and my body just can't process the green smoothies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped doing them daily and I've, uh, I'll do them like two to three times a week, and now I've been juicing more so I can get those nutrients because based on my um, autoimmune paleo diet, I'm supposed to have like six to nine cups of green vegetables a day. And so the smoothie oh, wow. was like the easiest way. Yeah, I have the same issues with my spleen, so we can chat. Mm, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we won't bore the podcast listeners yeah. with spleen talk because I feel like that would get really boring. Um, all right, so after you've spent all day taking care of yourself. What do you do if you have any accumulated stress from the day? What do you do to wind down? Um, I have a nice evening routine. So usually it's, um, I'm a queen, I'm the queen of baths as well. So self-care baths, they kind of go hand in hand for me. Yeah. And so I got into a routine of having a bath every, I'd say every couple of days, um, a bath with some lavender, some Epsom salts and baking soda and it's literally like a, a spa sanctuary without leaving your house. <laughs> no, it's I've never amazing. done the baking soda. What what does that do for you? So it draws out all the toxins. So okay. it's kind of gross, actually. You can hop in the bath and the water's clear. Mm-hmm. And you can get out of the bath and the bath will be like a dark color. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like not toxic. Like, so yeah. I've seen I've seen it change throughout the time. But um, it's amazing. So I do that. Um I'll toss on a face mask or a a podcast Mm -hmm. and um, I usually will just turn off my phone. So my boyfriend works all day and the only time we have together is the evening. So I turn off my phone a lot of the time if I don't have any um, active business calls going on and I give him my undivided attention. So people sometimes say to me that's a little bit much, but I take full advantage. He's a firefighter. So I really cherish the time that we have together. And if I don't take it and God forbid something were to happen, I'd feel so guilty. Mm. And is he the same? Like since he's busy during the day fighting fires and saving lives, um, I'm assuming he's not on his phone. So it really is your only time to actually talk. Yeah, we don't text. We don't do anything. So at least um, when he comes home, we we get to make dinner together and, and chat. So it's nice to be able to have my phone off and not have to worry about... Um, not responding to a call or mm-hmm. something like that. 
Now, was that something he requested or was that something that you just did for the relationship? Honestly, it took him, he actually said something to me once and I'll, I'll always remember. He said, um, he'll kill me to know I'm saying this, but <laughs> we'll make said, sure he doesn't listen to the podcast. He goes, I feel like you're forgetting about me. Mm. And, um, and so for myself, I was like, well, crap, like my bit, I'm doing this business so that I can have time together and build this life for ourselves and our future children. I said, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it. Yeah, it's fascinating that we're navigating this world of, one, relationships are complicated as it is, but also phones and relationships. So I have a very big thing like meals, you know, phones are away with friends, family, uh, whatnot. Um, But even just like when spending time with someone, whether it's a romantic relationship or friendship, like do you need to be on your phone or can you actually put it away and just spend like 15 minutes a day checking all your networks? Like that's really all you need. Um, So that's exciting. And it's funny because the guy that I'm dating will be like, okay, Instagram break. And then we'll both check our phones. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And then it's like, and done. So it's like, we're both doing what we like. We both need to check our feeds, respond to people. Um, and then it's like, okay. And now it's away again. So it's like, yeah, as long as we just do it at the same time, then the other person's not like, okay, really? Okay. Are you going to put it down yet? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's so smart. Um, Awesome. And what uh, green clay face mask do you usually use? Is there a, a certain brand? I ordered a green clay off of Amazon. I, I don't have it in front of me or I would have told you the name of it. Okay. Um, but I do that with apple cider vinegar. Mm. And then I add a couple drops of whatever oil. So if I have a pimple happening, I'll toss some tea tree oil in there or um, I sort of just mix it up. Mm, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So when... We think of the term alpha female, uh, and you kind of already brought up some uh, kind of negative words that are associated with being an alpha female. There's also other things about the personality and the definition and just how alphas live their lives. But what are some pain points that you find that you have to kind of problem solve for on a daily basis? Of course, the the, the whole bossy terminology around alpha females or um, that kind of thing. But I think it's our job to break the status quo. Um, alpha females, we break the rules, we live on our own terms and we're building our lives, not somebody else's. So I believe that the biggest pain point for all women, not just alpha females is to, um, really step into this power. And many women have this fear or belief, uh, around going against what people want them to do or going against the grain. And I believe that as alpha females, we really need to step up for other women and show them how great they are and the possibilities that they have. Mm, I find, what did you, you said something about like building our dreams, not on someone else's. Mm -hmm. And as someone that is 10 years older than you, um, I had such a hard time letting go of society notions. So it's interesting to listen to you because, you know, my parents both have university degrees, so I had to go to university. And then everyone in the family has a really great corporate career, so I had to, you know, climb the corporate ladder. And everyone in the family was married with children, so I thought I had to be married with children by the time I graduated from university. And there was all these societal pressures that weren't spoken it wasn't like my parents didn't say you have to be married and have babies by the time you've graduated and that career, you know, has to start growing as fast as possible. 
but it was just understood subconsciously that I had to do these things. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think we're in a great kind of place in life where there are so many more women building what their lives look like for them and not what it has looked like for such a long time. And that's really hard to break that stereotype and really hard to kind of say, no, my life can look like this. And that is totally okay. If I decide not to marry until I'm 40 and I decide to adopt because that's when I'm ready and mature enough to actually have a child, cool. And I like that the conversation is happening more and that it's becoming less something that we hide. Like, I think people also kind of hide, oh, I totally was building my life around societal pressures because there's embarrassment and there's shame. And it's nice to know that we can have these conversations now and just uh, be a little bit more vulnerable about it. So thank you for sharing that. Like, you're totally okay not having the degree because you're able to build an entrepreneurial dream that is so fulfilling for you. Completely. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about everything that you do to stay healthy, but as part of the definition, alpha females go after their ambitions while staying happy and healthy. So what is your definition of happiness? This is something for me that hasn't changed um, within the past year. It's actually funny. Um, happiness to me is living an abundant life and I'll go into it in a second. But when I started this business that I'm in now, um, my mentor said to me, what do you want more of? And I said, abundance. And it's so funny now to me that I am living this abundant life a year later. So for me, abundant life means it doesn't mean wealth or finances or income, but abundance in all areas of your life. So love, health, friends, family, um, I always like, I always say to people, abundance is everywhere. You just need to stop and smell the roses. <laughs> you just need to, to realize what we have. And so for myself, happiness is defined by this abundance. Hmm. Yeah, there's um, a lot of talk about mindset flipping. So changing mindset from a lack mentality to one of abundance. Um, and it's usually around finances but it's nice to hear you talk about how it really applies to everything. And it sounds like you have a gratitude practice in there. I do. I'm, I'm huge on, on gratitude. And um, uh, I do like every night before I go to bed, I'll usually just sit and go through all the things I'm grateful for, for that day. Um, because there are things throughout my day as an entrepreneur, and I'm sure you're in the same boat, even in corporate, that it we have some resentment towards somebody or whatever. So I'm actually switching things the other way and actually being grateful for those experiences. Oh, so so you're taking a look at, um, things that I don't want to say negative or bad, but maybe just resistance moments in your day. And how can that serve me? Mm -hmm. And how can I learn from it? And how can I be grateful for that person and what they did? That is so mature for a 23 year old. I'm not going to lie. And I'm saying these things because at 23, I was not thinking any of these thoughts. I was, where was I? I was a cheerleader in my first advertising job 
trying to figure out how to party and go to work at the same time. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> so I appreciate you so much for your old soul wisdom um, in the body of a 23-year-old. <laughs> I'm such an old soul. It's <laughs> uh, awesome. And I think you're my first guest that we've actually like talked about age. So <laughs> extra, extra hilarious and awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I truly appreciate all the nuggets of wisdom you've shared with our guests. Thank you so much for having me, Robin. I appreciate it. This episode is sponsored by the Live Like an Alpha Female Challenge. Are you ready to take charge of your fitness and health routine? Are you ready to get organized so you have more time to spend with your family or friends or loved ones without feeling always stressed? That's why I created the Live Like an Alpha Female Challenge, a challenge that helps you decrease stress get organized, and find more time in your day to go after all of your crazy big goals and dreams. The challenge includes five emails with a video message from me on how to fit in fitness, optimize your health and nutrition, stay healthy at work, and all my smartphone organization tips. Sign up at robinbaldwin.com forward slash alpha female for the free challenge today. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, and I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice and leave me a rating and review. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com. That's Robin with a Y, B-A-L-D-W-I-N. And join us next week for another inspiring chat. I hope you have a spectacular day.